Welcome to the Mighty Rip Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah. As always, the Mighty Rip Podcast is coming to you live from the super plush Mighty Rip Broadcast Studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop ripping on players, coaches, and bad front office management, Dave DeBah. Coming up on the Mighty Rip Pod, we take a look at James Harden and the Houston Rockets. Can James Harden and the Houston Rockets actually stir the pot enough to win a National Basketball Association championship inside a bubble? Plus, the Washington Redskins receive a ton, I do mean a ton of pressure from FedEx, rightfully so earlier in the day and finally on the big show today we will explore some of the brilliance of bill belichick as he signs cam newton for just five hundred and fifty thousand dollars guaranteed all of that and as always trust me a whole lot more coming up on the mighty rib pod today But we begin with our feature story, if you will. And as the National Basketball Association begins its process of attempting to head into the bubble, I thought it would be interesting to take a look at at least one of the teams that I feel actually has a legitimate chance at winning a National Basketball Association title that doesn't come from Los Angeles or Milwaukee. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I cannot have the Milwaukee Bucks winning a National Basketball Association championship. It's bad enough that the Packers have won Super Bowls. The last thing we need, North America, in this era of racial injustice and this pandemic is a National Basketball virtual parade happening throughout the streets of Milwaukee. (laughs) Help me fight against that from occurring. So anyways, listen, um, in the West, as we know, things are going to be very interesting between the Lakers, LeBron James, and Kawhi Leonard. And later in the week and next week, we'll certainly dive more into uh, the NBA restart, and is it going to happen, or if it isn't going to happen. But let's just assume, for the sake of today's podcast, that it actually happens. And my one sleeper team that actually could pull this off is the Houston Rockets and James Harden that really look to stir the pot towards a National Basketball Association championship. Now, as we all know, And I've got five reasons why. Now, as we all know, James Harden is a legendary, and I don't like to throw this word around legendary uh, too often. Look, I wouldn't call Draymond Green a legendary basketball player. I, however, would call James Harden a legendary ball hog. (laughs) Because when you think of a guy who constantly on a regular basis refuses to give up the ball to the wide open person that happens to be cutting to the lane to opt for a lower percentage three-point shot. How can you not think of the legendary bearded one himself, James Harden? I am just saying that James Harden is such a legendary ball hog 
that when we get into this bubble, those skills should actually help the Houston Rockets and James Harden find a way uh, to win the championship. Now, no fans in the stands is yet another reason <laughs> that I, that I think um, the uh, the Houston Rockets and James Harden will do well. If you think about it for a second, you know James and and Michael Westbrook, or excuse me, Russell Westbrook have not have not played basketball essentially for four months. They're both going to be extraordinarily rested. But one of Harden's biggest issues over the years has been competing in opposing teams' arenas during the playoffs. I am just saying it is one of those things that um that the um that the that the the Rockets and James Harden have been unable uh to get right over these years. Look, most National Basketball Association players thrive being hated. <laughs> but not Harden. Harden really suffers from it. And when you get into the playoffs, that certainly has a big effect on him. So listen, no fans in the stands is a huge advantage for James Harden as he'll be essentially able to just, you know, fly right through uh, without having to worry about being heckled, <laughs> which is clearly a problem. Um, the other big thing for the uh, Houston Rockets and why they have a legitimate chance of winning a National Basketball Association championship inside the bubble is that they don't have just one Batman on this team. They actually have two Batmen on this team. Look, you cannot, though, I'm sure Russell Westbrook has a Robin <laughs> Robin outfit somewhere in his wardrobe. You cannot, uh, I mean, seriously, real quick, before we, before we get into Batman and Batman, like, what is the over-under North America on... On Russell Westbrook showing up with at least a hundred garment bags <laughs> inside the bubble. What I wonder what the I wonder if Vegas is taking that prop bet. Um, I would take the over <laughs> if if I were you. If you think about it, it's at least thirty outfits a month um, plus some additional outfits per month. I could I could see Russell showing up with well over. Well over a hundred garment bags. So, anyways, listen. Russell in is is not Robin to Harden. Russell is yet another Batman on the court. Both of these players together in a in a in a bubble environment where uh, where they're going to have an opportunity to score a lot of points because offenses are going to be the difference in the playoffs this year. Now. The fourth reason is uncharted waters, which really falls back down to the fact that there are going to be a significant amount of players that don't um, make it into the bubble. Some of those players are going to opt out and some of those players are going to coronavirus test out of the bubble and choose to not actually go into uh, this alleged bubble um, that uh, that Adam Silver is putting together. Um, that being said, um, defenses are going to suffer more than offenses will because some of these key players, look, I could just start going through the Lakers key players for you right now. <laughs> and the two or three that aren't going to be there 
uh, play a significant role on the defensive side of the court for the Los Angeles Lakers. If you go up and down the rosters of the uh, 16 legitimate teams that are going to have a chance at a chip, they will all most likely lose key players that aren't going to be in the bubble for them. So they're going to replace them with somebody else. And it takes time for team chemistry, and it takes even more time for defensive chemistry to come together. That's why I think this is going to be one of the highest scoring playoffs we've seen in the National Basketball Association since the drug-infested years of the 70s and early 80s. I'm just saying, white lines everywhere uh, as, as it relates to the numbers that are actually going to be put up inside the bubble. It is going to be absolutely uh, amazing to watch. And finally, hungry for the chip. Look, uh, there isn't anybody that's going to be in this bubble that's not going to be hungry for the chip. But if you look at James Harden and Russell Westbrook's resume, and you look specifically at their playoff resumes, they both have to be sitting there right now, right now as we speak, licking their chops, going, we cannot wait. We cannot wait to get into this bubble and do damage. They know that offense is going to win the game. They're going to actually be able to get away without playing defense. Like the run and gun offense of the Houston Rockets, an offense that Jerry Tarkanian, (laughs) the uh, former head coach of the UNLV Running Rebels, who famously brought us the run-and-gun offense, would be so proud of this Houston Rockets team. The Rockets, when you think about it, if you had to pick a third team um, that has a legitimate chance at winning the playoffs inside a bubble, The Rockets are the team that could dethrone Kawhi, could prevent LeBron from sitting on his throne, and the Houston Rockets could very well be the team that gets the opportunity (laughs) to throw one of those virtual championship parades uh, this year after they hug uh, what I'm sure will be a disinfected National Basketball Association Championship uh, trophy. So those are some thoughts that I have for you on uh, James Harden, the Houston Rockets, and how they can actually go about stirring the pot. Now, really, when you think about it, the game is going to be different. The playoffs in the National Basketball Association this year are going to be different. The games are all essentially going to be played on neutral courts. Look, I don't give a damn if the Lakers bring their court over or if the Clippers bring their courts over and that they're actually playing on their specific courts that they played on or paint jobs that they used to play on back at home. But it's not going to matter because there isn't going to be anybody in the stands. The teams are going to be depleted in certain areas and defenses are going to be affected the most heading into this bubble. All right. Um, so elsewhere around the world of sports, a couple other quick stories um, to get you um, uh, to get you in uh, some shameless plug stuff. 
we rolled out a major, major update to the Mighty.Rip website. Um, so do check it out. That is a major, major um, update to the Mighty.Rip website. I would um, also like to um, say we cleared um, over a quarter of a million page views last month, which is huge, absolutely huge for uh, for um, a small uh, uh, little show uh, like this, as well as our, um, our features and blogs and podcasts and all that stuff. So thanks for all of your support and checking that out. But I did want to touch base on two more stories, and we'll get into the brilliance of Bill Belichick. And you've heard me talk about Bill Belichick in the past, but I thought we would we we needed to at least cover one of these stories of the day that popped up because it's an important story. And I covered um, I covered this um, years ago, um, and it still blows me away every time. Every time I see the Washington Redskins logo, every time I hear the Washington Redskins name. Um, mentioned my second favorite team in the National Football League is the Washington Redskins. And that's just simply because I lived out there when I was a kid. My dad would take me to games at the old RFK Stadium. I'm just saying um, the, the songs, the stadium, the hail to the Redskins, the Hogs, <laughs> um, uh, Joe Theismann, um, all of the things that I experienced when I was in uh, good old Washington, D.C. were absolutely fond memories as a child. But uh, as, as the years have progressed, it has become blatantly clear that their name is racist um, and does need to be changed. And um, a couple years ago, I want to say this is about two years ago, about 24 months ago, <laughs> for you math wizards. About 24 months ago, there was, a, there was a big uproar about this, and Daniel Schneider did what Daniel Schneider does, and he was able to successfully, in his opinion, avoid having to change his name. And let's be clear for a second. The reason, there's only one reason I believe that Daniel Schneider doesn't want to change his name, the name of this franchise, and that's because he believes the name adds value to the franchise. And there's so much brand recognition inside, uh, inside the name. And I think at this stage of the game, I think two years ago, I think five years ago, I think 10 years ago, it was wrong. I was surprised at the time that FedEx decided to um, sponsor the uh, or get the naming rights on the stadium when it opened. It was shocking to me that FedEx would do that. So FedEx earlier today stepped up and sent a letter to Daniel Schneider basically saying that they're not comfortable with the Washington Redskins being called the Washington Redskins anymore. This is unbelievable. Like, what did they just wake up and realize it and said, you know, maybe we should maybe maybe we should craft a message and send it to the Washington Redskins. You know, everybody is going to say, and and you've seen this with all of the terrible racial injustice that's been going on. And you've seen it. You see it here too as well. Everybody is going to say better late than never. <laughs> um, 
Like we're going to create a shirt that says better late than never. And it's going to be on the merch store of the, uh, of the uh, mighty rip website. I'm just telling you better late than never. That is, that is how people get away with, um, with uh, deciding that they want something to change that should have changed a very long time ago. That's how they do it. That's the cover that they they actually slide under um, to look like they're doing something right. <laughs> so for FedEx to finally apply some pressure uh, to to Daniel Schneider and the Redskins is is absolutely fantastic. What was what was that? This is that Keanu Reeves movie? That famous uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves movie where uh, the replacements, where he was a, a quarterback for the Washington Sentinels, if I remember correctly. Maybe they should change the name to the Sentinels. Or if the Redskins, uh, excuse me, if Washington really doesn't want to go that far off of their their current branding and color scheme, all they have to do is simply change their name to the Washington Warriors. Maybe they change their name to, and this is a shameless plug, but maybe we can find a way to get Daniel Schneider to call them the Mighty Warriors. <laughs> I'm just saying, it'd be good for it'd be good for our brand. So the Washington Warriors would be a great name. Use an arrow, use a bow, use whatever you want to use. Don't use the Redskin face logo anymore. It is racist to those people, and it's so blatantly obvious why Daniel Schneider uh, has been resisting. And at this stage of the game, for Daniel Schneider to continue to resist with everything that's happened in 2020 so far, <laughs> we should have known 2020 was going to be a bad uh, a bad year. I mean, if you just think about all the horrific, um, all of the horrific stories we have seen on ABC's 2020 over the years. We should have known coming into this year that this was going to be a tough year. Um, so Daniel Schneider, just get off of it already. You've already devalued your team. You can't, you couldn't even get people to go to the games anymore because you're not putting a strong enough package on the field. You had one of the loyalist fan bases in the National Football League for years. And you have destroyed it by not putting a decent package on the field. It is time now. Your your franchise is down in value. And if anything, if this makes you feel better, Daniel, if anything, uh, new logos, new uh, slightly different colors should increase the value of your franchise because you've knocked it down so much <laughs> with the horrific performance that that team has put on the field in the last uh, six and seven years. All right, um, so moving on real quick to the brilliance of Bill Belichick. Now, look, um, uh, I covered Cam Newton um, a lot a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I, we, I wrote a uh, feature about it on the Mighty um, Rip website as well. I covered a lot of things related to um, related to uh, to Cam Newton, and when this deal came down, um, for was basically reported as basically a million dollar uh, guaranteed deal. I was like, it's just absolutely brilliant. Like I knew three months ago 
<laughs> that that Cam Newton was going to end up with the New England Patriots. Like you knew when he wasn't getting offers from anybody else that that's where he was going to go. Um, and he was going to go there at the cheat. And what did Bill Belichick do? And what did the uh, New England Patriots do? They waited. They waited to make the announcement on the same, like literally uh, 20 minutes after the news broke that that uh, they've gotten, they'd lost a third round draft pick next year because of a, another version of the Spygate and uh, video cameras and video cameras watching <clears throat> a Cincinnati Bengals practice. Look, I don't know about you, but like, do you really need to watch? <laughs> like, was, did they really gain anything from watching the dysfunction that was the Cincinnati Bengals last year? I'm just saying. <laughs> this isn't like the heyday of the Cincinnati Bengals organization when when Marvin Lewis was there year in and year out going eight and eight. <laughs> um, any, anyways, um... So they cover, it's a cover-up story, basically, and they cover it up with a contract to Cam Newton. They waited, they waited for the market uh, to make a move, and nobody in the market made a move. Nobody made a move for Cam Newton, which is absolutely crazy to me. There are so many other, look, I know there are maybe 15 Nick Foles fans in North America outside of Philadelphia. <laughs> and outside of the Philadelphia area. Yes, Nick Foles is a legend in Philadelphia. He should he should never have to pay for a steak dinner again. Like all the cheesesteak sandwiches that guy can eat while he's in Philadelphia. Covered. <laughs> it should all just be covered for Nick Foles. But Nick Foles as a Jacksonville Jaguar. Look, there's probably, they probably have a picture on Nick Foles on the back of milk cartons in Jacksonville. Wanted quarterback. Have you seen this quarterback? He stole money from us. Um, yeah, look, Nick Foles is, is absolutely terrible compared to what you can get Cam Newton to do. Um, it made no sense to me that the Chicago Bears would think that that was the way to go. Um, and then there's just countless other teams in the National Football League that could have brought Cam in and given him the opportunity to be a starter this year. In addition to that, there's nothing wrong with paying a uh, a quarterback to be a high-paid backup quarterback. Now, we know this is something Cam didn't want. Cam wanted the opportunity to be a starter again in the National Football League. But let me ask you this question. If Cam had a 10 million, oh, it's crazy. If Cam had a $7 million backup quarterback contract versus a $1 million starting quarterback contract, which contract do you think Cam would take? And the fact that he got no other offers from Anybody else in the National Football League is absolutely crazy. I will even say that about my own Minnesota Vikings. Absolutely crazy. Like, you could even say that to some extent about the uh, San Francisco 49ers here in the Bay Area. Why not pay Cam 
and have a really good backup quarterback in place that can do a bunch of different things and pair him pair him with Mike Shanahan. Ah, uh, why not? <laughs> I mean, Kyle, why not compare him? Why not um, have Kyle Shanahan do something with him? I'm just saying, like, the fact that he didn't get a contract earlier was one thing. The fact that the Patriots probably always planned on bringing him in and were just simply waiting for the price to drop. I guarantee that if somebody had offered him $7 million to be a backup quarterback and he was close to accepting, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots would have swooped in and offered him something comparable to get them, to get Cam onto their team. All right. Um, uh, as always, uh, thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Mighty Rip Pod. Uh, we will be um, producing a, a lot more shows going forward, um, uh, hopefully three to four shows a week. Um, uh, as I mentioned, websites doing really well. Uh, podcasts doing well across um, all the various places that you can actually check it out. Uh, we're doing video podcasts as well, so you can... Uh, excuse me, I guess I'm supposed to call it a vlog. <laughs> um, which uh, which can be found on on, on, on YouTube. Uh, so uh, do check us out there. Uh, for the Mighty Rip, for Rocky the Wonder Puppy, who has sat uh, through today's podcast quietly for the first time in a month. Thank you, Rocky. <laughs> Anyways, for the Mighty Rip, I am Dave DeBaugh, reminding you that sometimes players, coaches... And front office folks make horrifically bad decisions. I uh, seriously, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> and, and really, it's our jobs as fans to set them straight. Thanks so much for listening to the Mighty Rip Podcast. Make sure to check out Mighty.Rip, where we are covering the latest from the world of sports. This month, we have in-depth coverage of the National Football League Draft, Michael Jordan's return to TV, and the NBA's latest attempts to produce virtual sports. 